I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You're listening to Up Close on Husker Online, where we let Nebraska student-athletes tell their stories. Up Close is brought to you by Sand Hills Global and powered by ABM. Do you have equipment to sell? Sell it on auctiontime.com. Now, here's your host of Up Close, Husker Online's Sean Callahan. Hello here and welcome again to another edition of the Up Close Podcast. It's been a while. We haven't had a chance to bring you one of these for a while. Uh, we've kind of gone more to the video stream and we, we put those on the channel. Uh, but bringing Up Close back and it's spring game weekend here in Lincoln. A lot of people in town, uh, obviously future recruiting targets, but several members of Nebraska's 2022 recruiting class. So uh, we thought it was only fitting to bring you the Up Close podcast uh, with two of the members of this recruiting class that aren't yet on campus but have a very good chance to make an impact. Uh, joining me here in studio uh, here on Up Close, wide receivers, Decolvis Crawford and Janiron Bonner. And did I get that right, Janiron? Yes, sir. All right. Well, guys, uh, welcome here to Nebraska, first of all, and, and welcome here to the Up Close podcast. Decolvis, do I understand this is – is this your first vi- – have you been to Nebraska at all yet? Actually, this is my second visit. So it's your second trip to Nebraska, um, and you're busy. I mean, I mean, this is not only a chance for you to see spring practice, but it's been kind of a business trip for you. It, it, you've had a few meetings, and uh, everyone wants a piece of that Dakota's name for some NIL. Uh, give us an idea of kind of what the, the, the day in Lincoln's been like for you. Well, the day – it's been kind of busy. You know, I woke up earlier and went to the facilities, talked to the coaches – fooled around with the players and I came back and went to the um, office and I did a couple um I had a, I had a meeting with, with with a couple people and did a couple of business moves now Janiron uh, you just got to town a couple of hours ago right correct so you you know you and you when you came to Lincoln the first time nobody knew you were here it was kind of an under the radar visit yeah. um now you're here um you're months away from moving to Lincoln I assume you'll be here in June yes sir um I mean Talk more about Nebraska. Why Nebraska for you? Um, you know, it was kind of one of those surprise commits. I think a lot of people nationally, you were one of the top receivers available left in college football, and you picked Nebraska on signing day. Kind of go back to that moment and, and what led you to that decision. I say really like Coach Mickey played a big part in it. I mean, I had been talking to Coach Mickey for a little minute. I had, uh, I was, you know, I was committed to Georgia Tech at first. So I ain't had really been talking to him like that. And then I had they uh I had they wanted me to sign to them. And, you know I ain't really signed the first signing day, so then they was like it was they was questioning. And then Coach Mickey ended up coming into the uh into the picture. I had been talking to him. We got a strong relationship. Then I got to talking to Coach Frost. When me and Coach Frost, you know, started talking, get a relationship. I instantly just set up my uh my official. So when I got here, I seen everything. I liked it. I fell in love with it when I, you know, first sight when I first got here. So then I was like, yeah, this is where I could be. This is where I see myself. So that's when I flipped right there. Then that's how I made my decision. 
And when you didn't sign uh, back in December, what was it like? I mean, did you have a lot of teams kind of hitting you up on your DMs? I mean, I'd imagine. I mean, you were one of the better players available still left on the board uh, for the February period. Yeah. When I didn't sign, everybody like, what's going? You know, what's going on? You know, I had been committed to like so long. Everybody like, what's going on? Why he? Why he ain't sign? So when I didn't sign. A lot of people hit me up, but I still I stay low key with my with my situation, and just you know, just talking to the people that I was really interested in. We're joined here on up close by Janiyer and Bonner and Dakota's Crawford, but from here on out, we're going to go by Wood and Cold. Did I get that right, guys? Yeah. That, yeah. Um, and and you mentioned Mickey Joseph, and I want to go right to you on this, Dakota's, uh, because. You know Mickey Joseph as well as anybody here in Lincoln. I mean, he recruited you at a very young age in high school to LSU. You committed to LSU, and you switched your commit. What was it about Mickey Joseph that got you to follow him to Nebraska? You know, coming into high school, my freshman year, I met Mickey Joseph. And, you know, he just showed me love, like, throughout my whole high school career. And that's a coach that I built a relationship with that I can trust. And, you know, once he left LSU, I pretty much knew I really wasn't going there. Once the whole coaching staff broke up, I pretty much knew I wasn't going there no more. And I followed my first mind and came here with him. How So he took the job at Nebraska in early December. How quickly did he reach out to you after he was announced at Nebraska? Uh, Actually, he reached out to me the next day. You know, um, it was a recruiting visit, you know, where they go in home and visit. He actually came to my house twice and talked to my mom and my whole family about me making a um, a decision and stuff like that. Now, and you say your whole family, and if I remember right, how how, how big is your family, Nicole? That's because um, it, it's it's obviously a big part of your life. Yeah, I got eight brothers and two sisters, and and so you got ten siblings. And yeah. where where do you rank in the totem pole? I'm the youngest. You're the youngest. Yeah. So you've been beat up a few times. Are <laughs> <laughs> right, now. How many other athletes are there of of your ten siblings? All of my brothers, they was athletes. Did uh, as far as college? I mean, has, has anyone else gone on to college athletics like you? Uh, not really. So for you being the youngest, you're going to Nebraska. Uh, are they all wanting to come up here now and, and check you out this year? Yeah, a lot of them. They gonna come down to every home game and visit, and just visit me throughout the year. So you're 18. How old's your, how old's your oldest? My oldest, my oldest sibling, my oldest brother, he's around, he's in his 30s. 30s, about my age. Yeah. So you've you've had a lot of people kind of just good mentors, I'm sure, just having so many brothers and sisters growing up with you. And, and how much, how impactful was that on your life? It, it was very impactful, you know, growing up, watching my oldest brothers play football and basketball, you know, I was always better than everybody at my age because I was playing with people three years, four years older than me. So when it got them. When it got to my age group, I was just dominating. Now, Janiyer, tell me about your family. Uh, how many brothers, sisters do you have? Um, have you always grown up in the in the Atlanta area? Uh, so I've, I'm originally from uh, Waynesboro, Georgia, like Burke County. Uh, I got uh, on my dad's side, I think I got like four siblings. But on my mom, I got two older sisters. Those really like the only two uh, siblings that I really grew up with, though. So that's all I really, you know. My my other siblings, I don't really like knowing that much, but you know, I don't, so I say I got two sisters, but I really got like six. You got your two sisters some Husker gear yet? Uh, yeah. When I first came, when I came down here last time, 
I had got them some so they could work to my signing day and my two nephews. How big was your family on your decision? I mean, as far as I mean, getting on board with you coming all the way up to Nebraska. Uh, repeat the question. I said for your family, was it was it were the, how you know for them to get on board with you to come up here? I mean, how, to leave the South. I mean, did, did your family just talk about the impact your family had in supporting you to to come up here to play college? You know, my family, they just always hundred percent behind me with anything I do. So like. They just gonna be happy. So if I'm happy with it, they happy with it. So by, by me making my decision and me being happy with that, everybody else is you pretty much happy. With. So they just like we going to Nebraska with it. So everybody happy with the decision I made. So are you guys playing spring sports right now at all? Or are you just focusing on football training? Right yeah. now I'm just training. Training. I, did you run track before either of you guys? So th- yeah, I ran track before my injury. Now, yeah, talk about your injury because obviously that affected maybe your recruiting a little bit um, at one point. That was your junior season? Yes, sir. That was my junior season. And you broke your leg, right? I broke my femur. Femur bone. So, I mean, that's a, that's a big injury, and you bounced back, had a huge year. What was that like for you to go through something like that at a very young age? And, and you know, I'm sure there had to be some dark days in, in the recovery just trying to come back. I mean, it was kind of hard. You know, it was just – I just had a lot of adversity to face. I had ended up getting in a car wreck, and I ended up, you know, flying out, flying out the windshield, ended up breaking the femur. So then I know the doctor had told me that I might not, you know, be able to be playing. So, like, I took that as, like, I took that hard. Like, ain't nobody, can't nobody tell me that I'm, I'm not going to play football no more because that's something I love. So then I just, I just grinded a lot. Like, I was grinding. I was doing rehab, like, every day. But majority like every day of the week, and then just stand prayed up, just going with the flow. So then I just uh keep going with the flow. Then I easily graduate my way back into like playing game back into my game. When I was able to come back, when I was when I was when I came back, they told me I could only play like fifty percent of the game and one side of the ball. So when I first came back, I think I had like like one reception, one touchdown. So then. Yeah, I just yeah, around something like that. But you know, it was a tough time though. I, that's something. One of my biggest obstacles that I overcame in my life. That was a tough time. How how long were you on crutches for? Crutches? I probably was on crutches for like two months. Two months. Yeah, and then, then you were on a walking cast. Yeah. Did I you have to lay like, down in a bed though for a good few weeks too? Or I was on I was like on bed rest for like one week. I was back walking like like ASAP, but I, it was like a lot of pain. But I was back like ASAP. They couldn't even believe it, like how, how I snapped back real fast. So after you've been through something like that, I bet you're like everything else in life's gonna be easy. Yeah, I know it's a lot of challenges, but yeah, that was that was a big obstacle that I had to face though. Hi, it's Sean Callahan with Husker Online. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So US Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones and see what we find. Learn more at uscellular.com slash built for us. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. We're joined here on the Up Close podcast by Nicolas Crawford and Janiron Bonner, Wood and Cold, as they're in town here for the Nebraska spring game. Well, let's talk more about Nebraska with both you guys. Uh, Nicolas, what do you see with Nebraska when, when you look at just the direction of the program, some of the players they've added, the coaches they've added uh, on offense? I mean, what really jumps out to you? Yeah, I see a better team coming, you know. We got a lot of people on the offensive side and defense side. We got a couple of new transfers. So I feel we got a new quarterback too. We got a couple of quarterbacks. So I feel like coming into the season, we got a, we got a better advantage, of, you know, winning out and, you know, making big things happen. What do you know about the, the, the players on this roster? I mean, do you know very many guys? There's a lot of Georgia guys down here right now. Um, and obviously Sean Becton is a Georgia recruiter. Uh, we just, what, what are your, not, what's your knowledge of the team that you're joining here? Um, what? Uh, I really, I know a couple guys that were from Georgia, you know, like the cornerback, uh, Javier. Uh, I know, uh, I know, uh, I don't really know him like that, but I know the linebacker, Caleb. Caleb Tanner. Uh, yeah, I know a little about him. And uh, Miles. Miles Farmer. Bit, yeah, I know him a little bit since I came. I know, but I think uh, this team, yeah, like he said, it's going to be like a shocking season. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good one. There's a lot of receivers on this roster right now, but both you guys figured to factor in right away. I'll go to you first on this one. I mean, how do you see yourself factoring in? I mean, I know you're you're gonna have to come in and kind of earn what you get, but when you get here in June, I mean, where do you see yourself in this thing? You know, me coming in, I feel like I have to come in day one, head down, just ready to work. You know, just make a statement for myself. Like I'm not here to play. You know, you're not a talker. It doesn't sound like you're just you do it by example. Yeah, not really too much a talker. Got you know, got to show about the action. You're a silent killer. Yeah, if that's what you want to call it. How big are you? Uh, then like six, one and a half, two, two oh seven right now. Two oh seven, okay. And how about you, Nicole? This I mean, how do you see yourself kind of stacking up in this room of receivers? And and uh, how would you describe yourself? Are you a a Trey Palmer talker or more of a quiet assassin out there on the field? I mean, I'm a I'm a I'm a quiet person, you know. I'm a I'm a route you up, and I ain't gonna say nothing. Just look at you and laugh. But I mean. If you if you getting out of line too much, then when I do something, yeah, I'ma talk. But I mean, I'm a humble kid, you know. I just like to make big plays. We're jo- we're joined here on the Up Close Cup podcast by uh, Decolus Crawford and Janiron Bonner. Uh, got another question for you here, Decolus. Uh, the name. I mean, I, I know you're going to get asked this a million times <laughs> at Nebraska, uh, but give us the history of the name Decolus, and how much do you get asked about that name? Every time somebody see me and they know me, they ask me about my name. You know, I pretty much give them the same answer. You know, out of all my out of all my brothers and sisters, I was the last kid. So my mama and my dad, when I was born, they said they were gonna name me the coldest because I was gonna be the best one out of the family. So that's how I came. So when when you have come from a family of eleven total siblings. Do you guys all? I mean, have you been into the house where everyone stays over? I mean, it's just got to be insane just to even get to the ba- get a bathroom or a shower or uh, to eat. I mean, how, how crazy is it um, just in your family? Like when everyone gets together for a holiday or a gathering, it's real funny. You know, my brothers play a lot, my sisters play a lot. Like everybody in the family, we we play a lot. You know, and me growing up, I was young, so they as they was getting older, they was leaving the house. You know, they was moving out. 
and stuff. And I was still growing up, so I mean, I got to do a lot of things with my brothers and sisters. Got some uh, questions here. I want some fun questions here, just off the wall questions here for both you guys. And I'm going to go to you first, Wood, um, on on these um, questions here. Favorite food. I said my chicken wings. Chicken wings. Lemon pepper. Lemon pepper. All right. Well, you're, there's some good lemon pepper chicken wings all over Lincoln. I, I can tell you that much. <laughs> uh, favorite restaurant. Where are you going to go eat? Uh, I say favorite restaurant. Um, I said like, I like wings, so I'm going to go to American Deli. American uh, Deli. Is that, a, is that an Atlanta place? Yes, yeah, an Atlanta place. That's where I'm going all the time. If I told you you could go on vacation anywhere you wanted for a week, where are you going? Anywhere out of the country. Anywhere in the country. Anywhere. Or any, anywhere. Out, outside of the country. Yeah. Anywhere you want. Anywhere. Uh, I'd probably say, but I'll go to I'll, Dubai. Dubai. All right. It's, yeah. Seems like a nice country out there. You got to stay away from the women, though, when you go over to the <laughs> Middle East, right? I don't know if that'd be a good trip if you're trying to f- find some ladies out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite NFL team? I mean, I, I guess I got to stick with the home team. Uh, the Falcons. Falcons. Yeah, they, yeah, they got to do better. But I stay with the home team. Did you grow up following like the Michael Vick era, or was that before your time? I think that was before my time. But I know, you know, I don't know about it a little bit, not too much. Who's your favorite NFL player? I say, I say Julio, because that's just somebody I feel like that's in my game after. Julio I, Jones, I former I Alabama my. receiver that played. Is he? But he's where's he at? Is he, he's not with the Falcons anymore, is he? Nah, he uh, I think he uh, an agent, free agent right now. All right, my next question for you. Hardest class that you've taken in high school? I think right now I'm pre-cal. It's, it's, it's kicking my butt right now. Pre-calc? Yeah, a little bit. It's kicking my butt. You got to get that – you probably got to get that last math credit too, right, to get all your <laughs> yeah, requirements but, done? Yeah, I got it though, but it's, it's tough. Pre, get you ready. What are you going to major in at Nebraska? I'm going to do a business management. Business administration. What's the class you've taken in high school where you're like, you know what? I actually got something out of this. Like the one that you really enjoyed, um, that maybe you didn't think you were gonna enjoy. Uh, probably like my business and technology class. Just working a computer a little bit. Just said, you know what? I learned a couple things here that I didn't yeah. think I was gonna learn. Yeah. All right. What's the most random sport you've played or hobby you have? Uh, I know it's probably not random, but I like bowling. Bowling. Yeah. What's the best game you've bowled? I had like a two hundred game one time. That was like probably like my best one, like two, like two oh two, and that's hard. I mean, you got to get a lot of lot of pickups and strikes. Yeah, I was at the bowling alley a long time, all day. They do a lot of bowling up here. I know that there's team outings where they go bowling in the summer quite a bit. Yeah, I went last time out here. Yeah, I had a good over time. at the mall. Uh, and I wasn't at the mall. I was at the, uh, Sun Valley, probably down the. Yeah, that's probably the name of. But I went last time I was here. Most influential person, Janiron, in your life? I say my God, pops. God pops. Why so? I know that was just like, um, you know, like he just somebody like father figure. Um, you know, he was once upon a time my uh, my coach, um, in middle school. You know, somebody saw so somebody I looked at like a dad. He took me in. You know, just a, dad, a guy that I just look up to. You know, so he just he just played a big role in my life. And then I got the last part of this one for you. Give me your craziest recruiting story, like. Whether it was your story or maybe you talk to a lot of kids around the country, what's the craziest thing you've heard a kid tell you, or maybe even happened to yourself? Mm, 
I don't I don't really don't know because I know my process was like really smooth for real. So I ain't really like no crazy process. Now Georgia Tech, like did they, were they at all mad? No, they wasn't. They just when I made my decision, it was that was just that. And they just everybody respected it. So I really don't have no crazy recruiting story. All right. Well, all right, your turn. I gave you some time to call this to kind of think about it, uh, as he, he got the for questions first. Give me your favorite food to call this. Uh spicy spicy barbecue wings. Spicy barbecue wings, all right. <laughs> got to take Jared's got to take you guys out for some wings after this. It sounds like we had some early. He already did. Where do you take you? Uh, I forgot the place downstairs. The Bruce Brewskies or Watering Hole. Ooh, yeah. he took you to the good place. <laughs> That's a really good wing place. All right, what's your favorite restaurant? Where are you gonna go eat? Uh, I mean, like I said, I'm a wings guy, so I'll go somewhere like Buffalo Wild Wings. Buff Wings Stop, Buffalo Wild Wings, wing like that. something like that. Yeah. All right, so get the coldest of wing deals, what you're saying. <laughs> uh, give me, okay, vacation. If I said you got a week to go anywhere you want in the country or the world, where are you going to go? Mm, I'll say Miami or somewhere. Miami. What do you like about Miami? I, I was just down there. It's a, it's a, it's a pretty crazy city. This will get lit at everybody in Miami. You got YouTube videos, YouTubers. You got everything in Miami. Yeah, it's uh, it's it, it was hopping over spring break down there. Um, favorite NFL team? Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. Who's your favorite NFL player? Devontae Adams. Okay, so back to the Cowboys. You live in Louisiana. Why the Cowboys? I mean, half like half of my brothers and sisters. Well, my mama and my sister. They they Saints fans and some of my brother Saints fans. So it's like half Saints fan and half Cowboy fan. And on game day, every time they play, we like be in the living room, you know, just having a good time. Is it? I mean, is it all Saints fans though? Where you're from? I mean, like for the most part, or is it pretty split? Yeah, ninety percent Saints fan in Louisiana. Yeah, without Drew Brees, it just feels so different watching those Saints, though, doesn't it? Yeah. All right, give me uh, hardest class that you've taken in high school. I want. I want to say <laughs> now one. None of my class is really hard. You a good student? Yeah, hey, I'm a good student. Well, okay. So, what was the most uh, random class you took that you're like, you know what? I actually got. I learned something out of this class. I wasn't expecting to learn. I mean, <laughs> I say art. Art. <laughs> I ain't know how to draw at all. <laughs> I got an art. I just I started learning how to draw stuff. All right. <laughs> Give me um, the most random sport or hobby. That you have random sport you've played or hobby. It's really not a sport, but <laughs> kickball. <laughs> kickball? Yeah, they roll. They roll the ball. We kick the ball for you. You still gotta, play kickball? Yeah, we play kickball. And you got to throw the ball at the person to get him out, right? Yeah. Yeah, you see dudes getting smoked <laughs> with the ball back in the day. They don't even let kids play that anymore because you'd get hit in the head with the soccer ball. It'd be <laughs> quite a deal. All right. Um, most influential person in your life, and it sounds like you've got a lot of people in your family, so this might be a tough one for you. I'll say my mama, you know, going on visits, she drove me to visit. She took me everywhere I need to go, took me to rival camps. She took me everywhere I need to go, so i say my mama, you know, she pushing me every day, get me up early in the morning, making me work. All right, give me your craziest recruiting story um, and, you know, you, you had some drama, obviously, deciding not to go to LSU and going to Nebraska. Um, 
kind of give us some backstage of, you know, was there any good stories that happened behind the scenes? I mean, it was some crazy stories from the decommitment of LSU. You know, like on Twitter, it's a lot of talk, a lot of fans saying, you know, bad stuff. A lot of people atting you. Yeah, trying to get in my head, trying to make me mad or something. But, you know, I was just laughing at the comments. I wasn't replying back. I was just, you know, laughing at the comments. What were the comments like? Just like they were, I mean, because you could have stayed at LSU, right, if you wanted yeah. to. Yeah. And just you it didn't was, trust the situation. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, the situation, it was messed up. You know, Coach Coach O, he left. You know, Coach Mickey left. Basically, the whole staff left. And, you know, a whole new staff come in, and I don't have a relationship with none of the coaches I never knew. So it was like it's, it's, it's a different environment that I was getting myself in. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. As we continue our conversation here with Nicole, the Sinjin Iron here on the Up Close podcast, we're brought to you by Sandhills Global, powered by ABM. And guys, I want to talk to you about NIL um, because it is a big part now of college football and, and going forward. I mean, everybody in your shoes now is going to take advantage of these opportunities that you can get. Janiron, um, kind of what's your thoughts on NIL and how do you kind of plan to capitalize on NIL here at Nebraska? Uh, on my thoughts of it, you know, I think I think it's a great, it was a great thing that, that, that come about. And my plans, you know, my plans on that, I just feel like, you know, just be myself, you know, keep being me and just all the, you know, deals, stuff come my way. You going to launch some gear? Yes, sir, I am. Shirts? I'm going to do everything. You got the whole everything. Now, the coldest, I know you're going to launch gear, right? Yeah, it's coming soon. All right, well, tell me first about NIL and your thoughts on it and kind of how you want to capitalize on it. And you've already gotten a few deals. Um, and you've been, like we joked, you've been in town a couple of hours, and I think you're on your third NIL deal. Yeah, NIL is cool and all, but you know, firstly, I wanna I wanna focus on football first before anything. I mean, the money it'll, it'll come later, but I feel like I just need to focus on football. You know, learn the playbook, learn the scheme, and I like getting the college atmosphere of you know being a, being a grown up now. Like when I get to college, like it's not no more little kid stuff. Your mama wake you up for practice. It's it's about football and it's about school. You got to go to school go practice be on time so i feel like the nil part it'll come it'll come when the time is right but right now i'm really just focused on football right now how much um school do you have left when, when you graduate i graduate may 26 and i report june 1st june 1st and how about you what's your schedule like today uh, i'll graduate may 19th and i'll not 19 i'll be reporting june 1st june also. 1st so you guys realize you play your first college football game in dublin ireland yes sir what do you think of that that's that's epic. Lit. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, have you guys ever been to even like Mexico? Have you left the country? So this will be for both of you guys. I just First got time. a passport like two weeks ago. 
so Nebraska, they already like say you got to. They helped you guys reach out and get those passports all done and everything. Yeah, yeah, I got my down. Just waiting on to come back now. So what do you? I mean, are you nervous to go overseas or excited about it? I'm excited. You know, anything dealing football, I'm excited about. it. What about you, Nicholas? What are your thoughts about opening up overseas against Dublin, Ireland? By the way, it's the first college football game of the season. Kicks off that day on that opening Saturday. Yeah, I'm excited. You know. It's, it's a big opportunity. It's a big stage for us to go make a name for ourselves. First game of the season in Ireland. You know, there's a lot of hype right there. So I feel like we can take home the win and, you know, win as a team. You got you, you like flying? Sort of, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you, I went over there. The biggest adjustment's the time zone. Like, you lose six hours of time when you land. Okay, so, I go back. so, like, when you leave here at, like, 11 o'clock at night, you land there or you, you get there like at six in the morning, you know? So it's like a whole, it's like six hour difference of time. So yeah. that's the biggest thing is adjusting, but it, I'm sure Nebraska will have a pretty good plan to get you guys <laughs> uh, right for that trip. Well, guys, this has been a lot of fun. I really appreciate you guys coming up, uh, taking advantage of your time here in Lincoln. Uh, I, I know a lot of people are excited to see both of you guys when you get up here and begin your career, but I'm sure you're just excited to, to see Nebraska and Nebraska fans at a spring game. Yes, sir. I'm ready to get here to get to work. All right, Nicholas. Well, we thank you again, Nicholas. Thank you. Go Big Red. All right. Well, that wraps it up here for this edition of the Up Close podcast. Once again, Up Close is brought to you by Sandhills Global and powered by ABM. If you have equipment to sell, sell it at auctiontime.com. For HuskerOnline.com, I'm Sean Callahan.